Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for the Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. Had a couple of weeks off. A couple of weeks off. Two weeks ago, we had something scheduled, and last week we had some shifting to do real quick, and now we're back. Now we're back. We'll have a, another shift, by the way, for like one week, maybe two, November into December, but that's plenty of weeks away to get it scheduled, not a problem. I'm Mike Byrne. I'm your host. Thank you for joining us today. If you're hanging out live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Thank you so much. Make sure you chime in with your opinions as we go through the show. If you're watching on YouTube or readycheckradio.com or listening on Audible, iTunes, wherever, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Put a like, a subscribe, a turn on those notifications, comment. You know what to do. It's free, it's fast, and it helps us out. Headed back here into episode 85, closing in on 100, gentlemen, closing in on 100. Joining me as always, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. Uh, I got a new title, well, a series of titles, and I'm hoping you'll introduce me in, in the future as Slayer of Gods, Savior of Ishgard, Liberator of the Provinces, and Stealer of Pants from the future. I'd appreciate it. Yeah, that's not going to happen, but welcome back, Tark. Welcome back, Tark. <laughs> also with us, Mr. Adam Lane, the Eagles one. What's up, Kronos? Yeah, that's the most important thing, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It I don't is, want to talk yeah. about football. T- t- time has passed, but some things remain the same. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't want to talk about football. <laughs> but no, no, things have been good. I've pretty much done everything now. Raid tier is beaten. I think I've beaten the raid tier like four times since we had uh, the podcast last time because <laughs> uh, I beat it that week that we had it. So, right, um, right. And then, yeah, all, all the stuff from the patch I think is done. Well, I mean, obviously, there's still dailies to do, but yes, yeah, still dailies to do to grind out those mounts and minions. We're going to get into 6.25 specifically in, uh, in just a moment here. The patch has been out uh, for a little over a week. About nine days, but we already got the next live letter scheduled, gentlemen. They announced it today. The live letter scheduled for November 11th, uh, beginning at 3 a.m. Pacific time. So that's 6 a.m. here on the East Coast of the United States. Uh, presumably, you know, all the 6-3 stuff, right? It's time to start rolling yeah. now into the 6-3s. We'll probably see some updates to the special site as we uh, close in on that live letter. Nothing yet. Today was just the announcement of the live letter date itself and its streaming locations, which are the usual YouTube, Nico, Nico, Twitch. 6.3 part one indicates probably be a two-part live letter, kind of to be expected. They've been... Uh, doing that a little more frequently these days, having a little shorter live letter, but doubling up and putting them into... I really didn't think they should have done it for the 6.2, one, but yeah. whatever, whatever. Uh, so Probably yeah. the 14-hour broadcast, so they're filling time, I yeah, guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they wanted to have a live letter during the 14-hour broadcast, yeah. But we're here, 6.25. Let's talk about it, gentlemen, and let's talk about... Let's, let's start on, like, the shorter end first. I know I, I put... Uh, Omicron dailies at the bottom, but let's actually do that one second because I think if I had to guess, 
We're going to spend most of the time here in our little patch review talking about dungeons, whether that's variant dungeons or criterion dungeons. So let's start with the two smaller ones, Hildebrand uh, questline itself, and then segueing into the Hildebrand relics or the Manderville relics, if you prefer. So starting with the Hilde quests themselves, Tark, what'd you think? You, you, you were one that recently played through a lot of the Hildebrand content to catch up for this, specifically for the relic stuff. So you've Mm -hmm. got like a very fresh Hildebrand on the brain. What'd you think of Master Poo Poo and and all the fun stuff happening on the moon? Overall, I'd give it like a a B rating. I I, I found it to be pretty funny. I loved all the the Hilde clones. Um, Won't go too deep, but... um, the one thing that brought it down for me was Delion. Uh, I did not like him. Um, in all the big Hildy patches and, and quest lines, there's always this straight man foil. And Delion just did not work for me. His conspiracy theory ranting just rubbed me the wrong way. So it kind of took me a little bit out of it. Um, but it, it's good to see him back. And um, I'm excited to see more and, and the uh, Relic quest line as well. So I'm kind of feeling the same way you are uh, on the whole, like, somebody in conspiracy theory land and all that stuff. While I can appreciate the tongue-in-cheek nature of the presentation, it's like, sure. do you realize how much of this is our real life right now? Could, could, yeah, we, could we not, could we like, not mm. have somebody just spouting the most absurd things? And I get it. It's a tongue-in-cheek comedy thing. I have no problem with it. Don't misunderstand. But as far as enjoyment, I did find it a little like, uh, okay, all right. Yeah, I, I saw what you were doing. We didn't really need to continue this one. Hildy and Godbert, of course, great fun. Love them both. Love them both. Kronos, where, where are you falling on this one? I'm probably right around where y'all are. I, I don't find the other guy as annoying probably as y'all do. But, I mean, they're, those characters to me are always kind of whatever anyways. Uh, it's just hard for me to like, I think the first set of Hildy quests are really hard to top. Yeah. And so, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. They always kind of like never live up to that. If that's like the comparison, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty funny at times. Um, and and I, I liked it. I enjoyed it overall. Not but really. I'm probably somewhere in the middle with y'all. Not really a lot to talk about on the whole relic quest line yet, right? This is just the kickoff. Yeah. You gather yourself 1,500 tombstones, uh, pick a job, and you got it. Uh, and we'll we'll see you in future patches. So, but I did like I did like the fact that we're all now what, running around with relics comprised of Godbert Manderville sweat. Uh, that one drop, one drop, one, one singular one drop. drop of Manderville sweat. Uh, that was pretty I, I, funny. I will say about the the relic, like I was expecting it to be poetics because I think that's what the uh, Boston one start one yeah. was was poetics mm-hmm. um so when it was astronomy i was like oh no you're like oh i'm unprepared Damn <laughs> i <it."> literally <laughs> just spent my whole 2000 on materials for pots so yeah. it's like no they're like i'm capped on poetics i'll be fine i'll see you next patch and for yeah. the real where the real grind starts then you see what you yep. need you're like oh shit i i was the same way not nearly as far down the hole because i had done a huge spend on my white mage uh, previous to the patch, but I had maybe four or five days worth of like dailies and stuff. So I wasn't all that far off. Uh, I think I had to run like two extra roulettes that I typically wouldn't run unless I absolutely had to, to, to go ahead and grab it on my black mage and then, and then be done with it. 
I love the the Black Mage one looks fantastic. The Manderville rod. I love the look of it. It's got that very I love like. All of them. Yeah, they all look great, but I really I'm a Black Mage baby, right? I really like the Black Mage one in that it's got the kind of old school Realm Reborn uh, relic look to yes. it with like this enhancement of not just a moon, but also a sun orb too. Uh, I think it's a nice little callback while looking unique uh, and new enough to fit with current gear styles. I really, really like that one, but you're right. They all look great. I really, I don't think there's one. Last time we did this, I knew there was one or two that we all just were like, mm, I think it was Bard thinking back to it. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe. Um, don't quote me on that. I don't remember off the top of my head. But I know there were one or two that were like, eh, these ones, I'm like, you know what? I could rock any of these. I, I could rock any of these and be pretty happy. Are there better looking weapons for some of these classes? Of course. But none of these like make me angry or go, ooh, that's gross. I'm going to glamour the shit out of that the first opportunity I get. Um, what do you think, Kronos? Yeah, I think they look good. I think the Bosdor relics look terrible, yeah. <laughs> honestly. like uh, Bosdor relics were not great. There's a, there's a few that are, that are pretty good, but for like glamour purposes, not not great. So these are starting out a lot, lot better. I need to see the, the further phases, though, before I pass final judgment. Oh, well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're, but I mean, we're I, just rating on what we have now. Yeah, dog. yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah. No, yeah, I know, I understand, but you know, the, you know, the stages that really matter. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I think initially they do look really cool. Um, so I'm excited to see where they they keep going with them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's it. Hildy and relics. There we go. Uh, now we move to the meat and potatoes, right? Meat and potatoes. <laughs> the variant dungeon and the criterion dungeon will break it up into two. Let's talk about the variant dungeon first. Because I think that's the one that most people are going to engage in. Obviously, being able to do it solo with one friend, two friend, or three friends opens up a ton of possibilities that we were all hopeful for. Changes the difficulty around a little bit. Uh, multiple pathways through the dungeon based on decisions made in the dungeon itself, not just hey, let's go this way today, Tark. It doesn't work that mm -hmm. way. There's actual decisions that make and then lock out other paths. So you don't have this, well, let's double back and go the... Nope. You're going to make one run through here, one run through here. Uh, for a total of 12 different runs, five different bosses. Now, that's not to say that the bosses aren't a little more unique than five, but there are five core bosses that you'll see throughout here. The same first boss for all paths with variations. We'll get to that in a second, but it's the same character model and name. Each path, major path, has a unique final boss for bosses two, three, and four. And then if you don't know by now, spoiler alert, a secret boss off in the distance somewhere <laughs> makes boss number five. That's the gist of it. I got to ask, gentlemen, did you queue up for it solo first? No. 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 I went with four people. Did I mean, you? I had, I had four people that, uh, well, me being one. So three other people. Um, and we were wanting to Criterion right away. So we all went in together for Variant and, and got one of them out of the way, unlocked Criterion, spent the rest of the night on Criterion. Okay. Don't say um, anything about Criterion yet. Cause I, not, since not, that's no, the no, way no, you no. did yeah, it, I'm focusing, since fo that's the way, since that's the way you did it, I have a question specific <laughs> to the way you did it. Uh, okay. but go ahead, go ahead. Um, but I've since gone back with, uh, just one friend, two friends. I've done qu uh, quite a few of them solo myself. 
Um, not bad on difficulty. Um, definitely got to use your variant actions to make sure you're alive. I went as DPS. Um, so that was uh, nice to have. Um, I, I did have to look up guides to how to access uh, all the different extra routes because some of them just like, how do you know emotes and order of emotes for one thing? Um, I did like that there were notes on alternate paths the for clues paths are that were all in loose. They're all there. They're, they're all, all there. there. Yeah. So uh, maybe I just haven't found all the clues, but um, yeah, it's really cool that there's clues to other paths that you're not on. You just kind of like, search and find them all. Yep. It's awesome. Yep. There are clues. Every single clue you need to get every path and the boss yep. are there. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel that any of them were too cryptic, Kronos. Sometimes Final Fantasy likes to sneak something in there where you read it and you're like, okay, I don't think I ever would have landed there. That doesn't mean that they're all blindingly obvious, though. There are one or two of those clues you are going to have to think about, but they're not just, they're not as out there and random as we've seen in the past. Yeah, I think the secret boss is probably the, yeah. the trickiest one. Yeah. Um, but it's there. Yeah, you just have to figure it out. I, I did my runs predominantly solo. I did all 12 solo, baby. Well, yeah, so I did most of I, I, did, I honestly, I did that was the thing I was most interested in. Was like, I know I can beat a dungeon with four people. I want to see what yeah. this is like. And, and I know I'll oh. have fun with four people. I want to see what this is like as a solo bit of content. And by the way, I want to go through this at my own pace, make notes for the show and, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So... Yeah, I, I did all 12 to get my mount so solo. Our our intent was different. I did it because it's the fastest way for me to get the mount. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. But uh, yeah, so I mean, but I did run it with some friends a couple times just for fun. Um, it's cool, though, because even though there's only 12 notes, there's actually a lot more than 12 ways to do it. Yeah. Um, which is kind of neat. The only thing that's kind of weird is like the random pass that you just have to get lucky for them to open up. Uh, I don't know if y'all noticed that or not, but there's certain paths that if you go in, they're blocked off. And then if you go in another time, they're not. And that's just straight up random. It has nothing to do with anything. Uh, and so if you oh, want the mapping like achievement, the okay. there, there's, there's one side path on, I think, I know, I think it's every single path, middle, left, middle, and right. But I know it's at least left and right. Um, have like a path that's blocked sometimes and sometimes not. And so if you want the mapping achievement, you kind of have to get lucky. So I've seen some people that had to run like 20 times to get to really? the map the actual dungeon. Yeah. I, yeah I'm, I'm going to be honest. Times. I didn't notice this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got the, I got got the really mapping lucky. achievement in 12 completions. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Uh, but I had a friend that, that it took him about 20 to get the pass to open for him. Wow. So. Hmm. Yeah. Because some yes, yeah, so it because basically it's just like predetermined when you load in. Sometimes there's like, just like stones yeah, and I, stuff in the way, and you can't go that way. Yeah, and you I can know the one in on the middle. Map. I know the one in the middle. Like it doesn't affect the note or the bosses or anything. Yeah. It's just sometimes the rubble's on the left, and then sometimes it's none on the right. Them, none of them so. affect the notes specifically, but there are clues for notes on some some of those sides. Ah, so hmm. if you're like blind doing it, you also have to get lucky. To go that way so you can see the clue if you're like not trying to look up a guide yeah i'm gonna be honest yeah. i didn't i didn't notice that and I'm, that's not mm -hmm. to say that i didn't get it uh but my brain since it was mildly different 12 different times for me my brain probably just went 
okay, it's because yeah. I took different decisions to get to this point, so the layout's a little different. Yeah. There, I did notice that there are some decisions in there that don't matter at all. There are, yeah, they just change bosses. Yeah. Like they, the, those yep. typically will change, like, They don't change your pathing or anything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody got their mount, right? Yes? Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, not yet. Not yet. So you still have a few more paths. I'm like, I'm like two or three. Yeah, I'm okay. like two or three more. Okay. I did get my minion. Yeah. So I accident. I I didn't get the minion yet. I got the parasol though. I, there's I, two minions, by the way. Yeah, there's two, two in there. Ooh. I didn't get either yet, but I did get the uh, sabotender parasol. I I got the minion. I got one of the minions my first run. I hate nice. you both. I haven't got one yet. So <laughs> yeah, I got both of them. I, I still I still have variant dungeon work to do. Uh, got yeah. my mount. Got the sabotender parasol. Still waiting yeah. on minions. Well, so like rewards, which I'm sure we'll get into more with the next. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the rewards for the variant are actually not that bad and, yeah. and there's reason to run it more because if you want the full glamour set you can't just do it 12 times you have to run it more than 12 yep um so to get so the, the rewards for variant are okay to turn in yeah 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 we'll we'll get to criterion and and, and that in in a minute here uh did it scratch the itch you were hoping for I know one of the things that the three of us were concerned about in new dungeon content, while very excited, were that, okay, the variant dungeon's going to have a couple of paths, and if I have one, two, three, or four people with me, the boss just hits harder and has more HP, or are we looking, you know, we wanted something more. Tark, did it deliver that something more? Absolutely. I think this is a path that they need to do a little bit more with on MSQ dungeons, because there's just... So goddamn linear. We've talked about it ad nauseum, um, but this definitely did it. You know, the even just on the uh, one uh, one path, you have four plus different variations, different mechanics on bosses. Even made it uh, a little bit more exciting. I, I, I love I love every time I run it, um, and I'm excited to keep going back in it, uh, getting the potsherds, getting the glam, because um, I can just choose a different path if I want to try something different again this time. So. I, I love Varian Dungeons. It's awesome. Kronos, you feeling the same way? I think it's a great piece of content. I have a few small issues with it. I think from a casual standpoint, it's awesome. I think there's like, you go in there, there's some mystery to it. You can blind prog it. You can take your time. There's really no reason to like rush it. But I think on the opposite end, once you've done the 12 notes and you got the glamour, there's like, it's going to be kind of dead for you at least. And because you can do it solo, I think a lot of people are going to do that. So then it's like, I don't know. I just, I worry that like how long it'll last, I guess. But I think from an initial release standpoint and from what it does and how entertaining it was, I thought it was really good. So I kind of agree with you on that point. Right now, the rewards in it are nice. You know, the minions, the mount for the achievement, the the parasol, then being able to use the postures to buy glamours and, and some things like that. They're nice. But in this round one, there is no incentive to quote unquote need to do it after you yeah. have those things. Yeah, I mean you get you you get a, a small amount of tombstones, but I think particularly if you're going at this solo, the time versus the the tombstones, if you really, really need tombstones, there are just better ways to do it. Uh, and that's by design, so I'm not faulting it for that. But if if they play with the concept, and a reward structure that works with it. I think they have a damn good piece of content oh, here. I agree mm-hmm. with that. They have yeah. a damn good piece of content. Tark, I'm kind of with you too, where 
I'd actually like to see this folded into MSQ. I understand why they're probably going to be hesitant to do that, though. Uh, yeah, they're they're they're, gotta, they're really hesitant to put anything in uh, required group content that would possibly facilitate an argument, right? <laughs> and and uh, a random four people. Oh, I just need this path. Can we please take this path? I don't want to take this path. I only want to be here for eight minutes. We're going to take the easy path, like. Uh, I would like to see a roulette for this, but again, that kind of falls under the same thing. Maybe you yeah. do a roulette with this, where if you do it via the roulette, it is one specific path. Uh, or, or, or alternatively, it, or it you has, add trust. yeah, or you add trust to it. Yeah, but I don't think you, there's a need to add trust to it though, because oh, you yeah. you perfectly yeah. made you you purposely made yeah, the content for one, two, three, or four. Uh, what I really I'm, I'm did like, gentlemen, they... and I wasn't ready for it was and I don't want to I don't want to say the challenge cuz I I didn't particularly find these challenging. However, that doesn't mean that I didn't die a few times. <laughs> there are mechanics in here, particularly if you're soloing it and I was doing it as black mage, so I took the uh the mitigation tank the tank buster mitigation uh and the heal. Those were the two variant mm -hmm. actions I took and just had the most success with it. But it is not the type of thing that even once you know the route like, don't get distracted fighting the boss by Netflix on your other screen because you will turn around dead. Like, there are things, yeah, particularly yeah. for us squishies, that can kill you in one and a half shots or two shots if you get caught not paying attention. It, I think I had too much gear, to be honest, <laughs> personally, for me. Well, like I just said, though, it relies on yeah. you paying attention. Like, if you're paying attention to the mechanics, you're probably... Things might take a little longer because they're tuned up and they're meant to be challenging. Uh but you you can get shot real quick by a couple of things in here, depending on your class and your gear level. Yeah, if I you're not a tank, I like make sure that. you always have rampart up. <laughs> yeah, I, I just did it on dancer, which I'm pretty much bis on, and I was able to have four Volm stacks with rampart up. Oh my god! Um, because because rampart lasts up like a minute. <laughs> the only thing that like is and, temporary is the shield. Yeah, yeah, and that shield is uh, is beefy. So it's good, it's good. But like, you can literally just hit rampart like on CD. <laughs> Uh, and, and kind of stay alive even through some stuff. Um, that's not to say you can't die because there, there are definitely things where if you're like multi hitting and you're like overlapping, you're definitely dead. Um, but I think I died once. Uh, um, even even doing the bosses blind. But um, but I'm also I have a lot of gear. So like there were times yeah. where I think if I had had like probably ten less eye levels, I probably would have died. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You can get you can get shot. You can get shot in here. I absolutely loved Thorn Knight. I loved that fight. That's the the bonus boss, Tark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely loved that fight as a solo experience. Um, that was challenging. There were some neat mechanics in there. That was one. Mm -hmm. I died once or twice because there's one particular mechanic that when it overlaps with other ones, you're kind of at a crapshoot on if you're going to be able to get out of it uh, in time <laughs> when they overlap. Singly, you're, you got no problem, but when they overlap, you're like, uh-oh, uh, okay, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Uh, I absolutely loved that fight. I loved all the boss fights, but that one in particular. I have two gripes. While I agree with you, the uh, Kronos, that, yeah, there's some more they can do here, and it, there does come a point where maybe there's no point in you running it anymore, I think that can be fleshed out in future iterations uh, yes. as, oh, they, yeah, totally. as they figure that yeah. out. So I'm going to give them a pass on that one. 
for this first you know launch into the wild. The two things I really, really, really would love to see. One, if you have all 12 paths cleared, can we please not have to run this with Nanamo? Like, can we please just go and not have to wait for the little RP moments all the way through? She, does, she doesn't even do anything. Like, no, I like how they, she, they she literally this? does nothing. <laughs> when they advertise this, they're like, you're going to get help from an NPC. Yeah. I'm like, she is not helping nope. at all. No. Like, and I understand there the story beats and the the journal that you're yeah. filling out and the lore and the RP moments. That's cool, and I loved all of it. I, I read through all of it. It's great. Kudos to the writing team and the localization team, as always. But if you have that journal full, can we just let me pick my paths and go? Uh, second, I'm going to criticize Sokin and team. This needs a banging track. It really does. <laughs> Particularly if you're going to sit there and run this over and over. The music, I might as well have just like put on Vivaldi on the side and just listen to that. That's not to say the music's bad. It is a very pretty track. But I just felt like this needs a banging track to go through. Like one that, you know, like let's cue up the twinning, right? Like let's go <laughs> and, and let's go do it. Um, yeah, something to hype you up when you're on, yeah. you know, run, run 10, 11, 12. Yeah, know. something a little with a little more oomph, a little more kick to it. But those are dumb gripes when you take into account how wildly yeah. different of a piece of content versus normal dungeons are. I loved this yeah. experiment so far. Absolutely I like the music. loved it. Hey, I like the music's too. good. Yeah. I just want a banging track in these. Oh things. no, I, I get what you're saying. You want you want something to like pump you up and keep you entertained for yeah. the uh, twelve runs you're about to do. Yeah, yeah something when I, when I queue it up, I know exactly where I'm at. Like six months from now, if I play this track for you, you're gonna remember it's a Final Fantasy 14 track, but you won't remember where. Uh, maybe this is me being greedy, but like a track for each lane would have been awesome. Oh, get the fuck out of here! That'd be great, <laughs> but that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that ain't I know. Gonna happen. That's what I said, me being greedy. <laughs> This, it was absolutely everything I could have wanted it to be. Like, I don't think besides these minor things we're talking about that are, I'm sure, going to be played with down the road in version two, version three, version four of these. This was a, a home run for a first shot at, at doing something like this, at doing something absolutely. like this. What I want them to take away from this the most is that regular dungeons don't have to be the same formula. For me, it's okay if a dungeon is four bosses and this one is three and this one is two and there's more trash and it's okay to play with that. I know what they're trying to avoid is that classic World of Warcraft thing, right? Where you queue up for your daily random and boom, or, or hell, I should just say a Realm Reborn uh, problem. Mm -hmm oh shit, it's Aurum Vale, everybody left. Like, I know that's why they don't want to put four and five boss dungeons in the same queues with two and three boss dungeons because everybody... I get it, but play with it some more. You you can do a two-boss version of a dungeon with some more interesting trash in between and not be sacrificing it um, time-wise. Like, you can play with that, and I hope this playing with dungeons lets them maybe think about playing with dungeons in other ways across the board. Final word, I absolutely love the variant dungeon as a first time out, 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I understand I might not be running it all that much a, a month from now, but I'm okay with where this is headed. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think I have like 
two small things that I hope they improve. But again, this is like a first thing. So I, I, for me, it's probably like a nine out of 10 because I, I mean, again, I think it's, it just does what it's supposed to do and it's fun and it does it very well. I think to make it repeatable, they need to have some kind of like dump for your potsherds that are actually, that's worth it. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, materia. I mean, we'll get into this more, but like materia is just not the thing, like something else. Yeah. Um, Hell, I'd even one. be happy with like somebody that buys them for Manderville gold saucer points. Like, I think I, I think MGP would be better. Yeah, than material. I agree. I 100% agree. Um, and then two, I I would like to see the trash be more interesting in the variant dungeon. I think they did a really. We'll talk about this later. I think they did a really good job with that in the other ones, but I think the variant trash is actually just kind of the same as. Regular Normal. dungeon trash, huge trash, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, but keep in mind they have no. It's got to be tuned so that your white mage, my oh, black mage, and this warrior yeah, have yeah, the yeah. same relative experience. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I just wish they actually did something. Like even if you could see it, like even if it was like a big donut and you could right. see it in advance, like get in, get out, left, right. Like they they just do the same stuff like other trash does in other dungeons where it's just like here's a circle AOE. I'm auto attacking. Right. It's like I think the bosses were great, and I think the way you change the bosses are awesome. I think keep that. I just I don't think you need to make the trash like harder. Just make it more interesting. I think that's for this difficulty. Fair. That's just how I feel. What do you got, Tark? We got a nine on the board, and we got a ten on the board. Where are you? Uh, I'm gonna go with it being the first iteration. We've talked before about how you know the first time they release some content, it's not maybe the where they fully want it to be. But I think for this first time coming out, I think it, they hit it out of the park. I, I think it's a 10 out of 10 the way it currently is. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Love going through every path. I uh, can't wait to get my mount uh, with you guys. Um, are, are there things they could do, like the trash not being very interesting? Anonimo, uh, sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think for the first time out, uh, and they'll learn from this, I think I hope they get overwhelming positive feedback to keep this going and uh, keep uh, iterating on it to, to make it better. I had said I wanted to move dailies up to second, and then we totally skipped it. The dailies are fine. <laughs> They're Omicron dailies, and if you're a fan of Douglas Adams, you are absolutely going to love them and the whole restaurant at the end of the universe by play that is going on with them. Other than that, they're freaking dailies. Have fun. Yeah. Um, then we, get Shadowbringer daily. <laughs> then we get to the Criterion <laughs> Dungeon. Four-person, uh, savage slash uh, extreme slash harder dungeon content. You do have to have the composition tank healer to DPS. You, uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I would like you to call it by its proper name, please. Go ahead. Oh, my God. It's ass and ass savage. Look, they decided the acronym, not me. They did they did. They chose that. Another subterrain. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got much harder difficulty here in the Criterion Dungeon. Got to go in with a party respecting the Holy Trinity. I got to ask you, Tark, first before we go anywhere sure. else. I had completed all 12 of the variants prior to going to the Criterion. I would say that that helped quite a bit because oh, yeah. there are a number of mechanics that you might see in the variant dungeon final boss this way 
And then when you get to them through a different set of decisions, but it's the same boss, they have different mechanics. So by running all 12 paths, you see all of the bosses and all versions of their variant abilities, skills, tank busters, AOEs, all of that. You didn't. You no. you said you ran through it just to <laughs> unlock Criterion and then went. Yep. Now that you've done a bit more of the variant dungeon, not all of it, but a, a most of it, do you think you would have been a little better off if maybe you had run the variant dungeon <laughs> a few more times to see some of those abilities to not just be caught total? And they do vary them up yeah. a little bit, but to be caught totally by surprise sometimes in Criterion? Better prepared, yes. Would I have enjoyed it more? Probably not. I liked the, the aspect that I we went in completely blind to almost every mechanic. Um, it even took two lockdowns to get the second boss down. We still haven't finished it yet. So um, I, I liked the, the blind aspect to it and learning uh, as we went along. And then going back to Variant to clean up lanes and such, seeing these mechanics like, oh, okay, yeah, that okay, I get this now. I understand what this is because I've wiped to it uh, several <laughs> <laughs> several times so um god criterion's so good though the the content itself is so good um it, it really harkened back to me of playing everquest and dungeons and being methodical with your trash pulls yep um that was awesome um you can't just group everything up and just mow them down nope you got to be smart with it otherwise you'll find yourself uh with a uh, charybdis and a bleed and you're just done so uh, I, I'm loving Criterion. Cronus, does it meet what we wanted? Harder four-person dungeon content. It's easy to just say, yeah, it's more difficult than a regular dungeon. But does it meet that I'm having fun, I'm trying to figure this out, I'm on the cusp, this is challenging, but it feels doable, I want to try this again... Does it give you kind of a mini prog feeling doing this, which is what we all kind of wanted in four-person dungeon harder content? So, yeah, short answer is yes. Um, I blind prog this all the way through, which was kind of fun. I normally don't do that, uh, but it was—it just seemed like something we could kind of just take our like we didn't. None of us felt really rushed to do it. Oh, yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun. Not looking up, staying away from like also all easier the to get a group to do it on the fly since it's half the also half true, the raid which, size, which I think is a big part of it too. Just being able to only you, you only need four people on. You can go do something that's like hard and fun, which I think is awesome. Uh, have have y'all all right? Have you have you cleared it yet, Mike? Or y'all? I have not cleared it. I'm still working. Okay, yeah. So the last boss, especially if you're blind, is harder than anything in Savage. That's not. The first three fights. I'll agree so, with that. I'll and that's just that. that's on the non-savage difficulty. Yeah. Uh, so I think from a person that likes difficult stuff, I, I, I enjoy that. I don't know if that's the right tuning for it. Um, because I think people a lot of people got punched in the mouth when they tried Criterion, especially day one if they like went in like A ASAP. This all but the dungeon itself took longer to clear than clearing the first three fights of savage as like a prog thing too <laughs> uh so just, that, just put that in perspective if you th if you take the savage into account the savage i think took the entire day uh if i remember correctly 
for someone to down the savage um because i mean you basically can't it's almost like ultimate level consistency it's not as hard as ultimate but you you gotta not die for 20 minutes 20 plus minutes um so like you know you accidentally pull one set of trash oops everybody's dead start over um and that the trash actually is the only thing that's harder in savage the mechanics for savage are identical which i think is a bit disappointing but i guess that's like the choice that they're going with is you, you can kind of do the criterion the yeah, another but doesn't dungeon. savage have uh more critical dps checks on those boss fights though yes yeah yeah, yeah. The, the damage is yeah, higher and, and, and the checks are higher not that much higher and then you it's have really the overall the trash. And then you have the overall yeah. timer in rage and for savage I think, as well i think the timer again kind of points more toward the trash too because it makes the trash more awkward because mm. When you're doing the trash, I don't know, just as a as a person who raids a lot, you always want to keep like your buffs aligned with everybody because that's how you do the most damage. And when you're doing trash pulls and people are AoEing at different intervals and stuff, you can't just wait at the boss for your stuff to line back up in Savage. So you gotta be like a lot of times you'll you'll you know, you'll use your two minutes immediately, you'll pull the second pack, you'll kill it. And then you'll typically probably on the third pack have to hold so that you're aligned for the boss so that right. you can kill the boss faster um, to make the check. And I think once now that like all the strats are out now and I've looked up like what other people did after we did a blind, um, I think it's not quite as bad. But uh, the third boss, man, <laughs> you want to talk about something that Final Fantasy players are bad at? Anything that rotates and moves and it's like on your character. Oh, dude, uh... it's like brain freezing. Like you're just like okay, where do I go? What do I do with my hands and feet? It's like, <laughs> and that's it's... rotating and teleporting and teleporting, and, yeah, and <laughs> delay mechanics and it's like... but it's it's a lot of fun, especially like I said, especially the third boss. I think the third boss also. I really like the second boss too. I think he's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. He hurts, and I he but does. like once you figure out that one mechanic, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, it's a little face. So I think the gerbil is probably harder than the second boss Silky. once you start like understanding everything. Yeah. Silky the but, mount. Yeah, but there, there are all the strats now that, that people are figured out. The people that are smarter than me, uh, they're pretty cool and make things a lot easier. So let me ask you this though: there. I really enjoy so far uh, Criterion Dungeons, and and I fully anticipated I would enjoy it, and I fully anticipate you know Savage, I will enjoy that too. But does this scratch the itch for dungeon runners who wanted something a little harder? Uh, or does this really only appeal to raiders looking for some off-patch challenging content to do in between raids or in between prog nights? Or are we talking about this content being for the same 1% of you know Savage and Ultimate uh, raiders uh, just in dungeon form? Or do you think that this kind of straddles the line well enough, Tark, where... The normal version of it might pull some dungeon people that don't raid, while the savage one might satisfy some of those raiders looking for something in between patches or in between prog nights. Or, or does it not straddle that line delicately enough for you? Uh, I think it can it can entice both crowds. Uh, as a raider, I, I love the difficulty of it. Um, going in blind and learning this as as we've gone along has been. Truly fascinating. I love that it's just four man. It's just tight group of people that we're just talking amongst ourselves and trying to have a good time. 
Um, and I think this could maybe good be a cool entry point for those that people that just do only dungeons and don't care about raiding and give them a little spice to, you know, if they want to get into that. And maybe this is a little backdoor into it's like, okay, well, I, I did Savage. Maybe now I want to try or normal criterion and I want to try doing some rating. Um, I, I think it's a tremendous piece of content is my problem with it is the rewards. Yep. Yeah. We're <laughs> going to talk about that in a second. I just want to get Kronos to chime in. Does this do what we hoped it would? provide dungeon players with some more challenging content or does this really just cater to that hardcore raider edge and give them something smaller scale to do i think it's the latter personally i think the the another dungeon is a bit and i hate to say this because i really like it i think it's a bit too hard um for like people that are probably looking at this content and being and thinking it's for them uh, number one, I think your gear matters a pretty mm. decent amount in there. So yeah, like, if well, you're you not a raider, one, like six ten, just to even get in. I think if you're six ten, man, those AOEs yeah, are you're spicy. Pushing, oh yeah, yeah, those yeah. Are spicy AOEs. Uh, you're gonna run out of mitt probably, and your healer is gonna be miserable. Uh, it has a lot of extra responsibility that even sat because as a healer, no other healer there. It's yeah. it's you. Um, so if if something's not mitted, um. Like, I mean, or you're like a white mage and you have one mitt, like you better know where you're putting it. Uh, that stuff matters a lot. So I think I there's agree. some extra responsibility that doesn't even exist in Savage that exists in, even in just the, another version. I think if you're a dungeon player and you've never done like even an extreme, which I think is a pretty decent amount of people. I think yeah. some people don't even touch the extremes. I don't think you're ready for this content personally. I think it's good. You're going to try it because you're like, oh, I've done dungeons before. I've done format content. You're going to go in there. And I think this is more difficult than extremes typically are. Um, or at least like right there on it. I would argue the third boss is harder than 99% of extremes. Um, so, yeah. I, and this, I is, think, this is just on the quote unquote normal version yeah, of the yeah, criteria. And, it's and not even is, taking into account think, the savage version of it. Yeah, well, the savage part, I don't think it's that much harder. That's the funny thing, and I think that's yeah, where it's... they probably need to flip it. I think you can keep the savage difficulty or maybe even make it harder, although then you're pushing, like, ultimate levels when you're trying to do... You're doing, like, a... You, where you can't die for 20-plus minutes. That might be bad. But I think maybe find a better, happy medium where... Because I feel like right now those people that are doing that just do dungeons and that's what they, that's their thing. They're just doing the variant and they're probably stopping, which I don't know if that's the right way to do it. And if it's what square Enix intended. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. Kronos, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Cause I saw you tweet <laughs> or Facebook where, wherever we're friends on all of it. So I, yeah, I saw yeah. you do it first before I had even really known what you were talking about. And then when I started to see it, I was like, Oh, Oh, oh my. So let's talk about rewards in the Criterion Dungeon and the problem with them. They're they're terrible. <laughs> uh, even as a person who like collects mounts, the mount's like the only real reward. There's like a mount on Orchestrian Roll and... materia. Uh, well, yeah, there's of course materia. <laughs> there's a few other unique items I think they could get. Um, uh, e no, the emotes from normal mode. Yep. So like... Mm -hmm. um, 
there's just unless you're like a mount person or you're really just trying to get lucky to make some gill it's just not like you're there for the experience which is great the content itself is awesome the rewards are just bad um again materia is not something that people have a hard time getting so mm-hmm. like the fact that that's like the spammable thing that you get from it is kind of bad i really think if you're going to make them this hard if you're going to make it this difficulty why are we just not given upgrade components? Let people that can't get eight mans do the four mans and at least get upgrade components for their their gear so they can be 630. I, I don't see the problem with that. I don't think any raider is going to be upset at that. They'll probably be happy. It'll give them another way to get it, even if that's on like a weekly lockout, which I think they're trying to avoid with this. I think that's part of the reason why it's not there, but I think that that would be fine. Or even like the savage mode should probably just give savage gear, honestly. Um. I don't know how they would do that, but th- I think gear lockout. Yeah, I think gear would make people a bit more happy if they were getting more gear. And also, like if they're going to spam this, you get more gear, it becomes easier, easier to farm. Then you get more gear, and you're basically like you're doing savage, but for man. Um, whereas now it's like savage. People that are doing savage, you do it one time, you're out because the savage rewards are worse than the another rewards. Yeah, it's a title. It's a housing it. item and a title. Um, which again. I like doing it for the experience. I would do an ultimate even if it was just a title and no weapon just because I want to I want to say I've done the fights in the game and especially like the hard ones, but you need something. Something's got to change. And it's a really easy problem to fix, thankfully. So, um, but yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, Targ, anything to add there? I mean, I think you encapsulated everything, every gripe I have with it after seeing it. Because <laughs> I, I, like yeah. I said, I saw your tweet or your Facebook post first, and I was like, oh, I, I haven't even looked at the Savage reward tables yet, so I'm gonna have to take a look yeah. at that. And then when I was, yeah. oh my, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The reward structure is not great. Um, past the the mount and their Kestrian roll, I. I don't see a reason to go back and do it, which is kind of sad because um, I do enjoy the difficulty of the content. I wouldn't mind running it again and again. Um, I think this this being the first iteration, they're just trying to see what the participation is with it. Um, I'm hopeful that this might be the groundwork for maybe some horizontal progression. Uh, like Chrono said, maybe put the upgrade materials, the shines, brines, and, and twines. Um and then, yeah, maybe also do a unique set because this is one of the first pieces of content that I can remember that outside of Ultimate that needs and does better with more gear. So, yeah, um, g- good first run, but you got to work this reward structure. And I would be absolutely thrilled if they put in some horizontal gear progression um, and, and mix things up uh, this way as well. So I'm going to actually rate the Criterion Dungeon a little lower than the Variant Dungeon. I'm going to put it at an 8. Now, don't misunderstand my score here. For me personally, I love it. I love the difficulty of it. I love the challenge of it and things like that. Looking holistically, though, at the broader Final Fantasy XIV audience and MMO audience in general, I've got to score it a little down because I think it does skew towards somebody like me who and 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 you guys who is you know doing savages, doing ultimates, doing uh, extremes, like doing all of that harder content, and that's a smaller percentage of the audience. I, I would be happy if the savage version stayed where it was, and the normal version got knocked down, maybe just like one peg. 
I think that would go a long way into bridging the people that stop uh, PVE content when they're done running the dungeons uh, and don't raid. I think it would bridge the gap a little bit more um, and give, or just at least give those people some more challenge than, well, I guess I'll log in today and I'll do my roulettes and then uh, I don't know, I'll go RP and Limsa. You know, um, <laughs> I, I think that would be better. So I'm going to give it an eight. Personally, it's like a nine or a 10. But I, looking at holistically at a game, I'm going to knock it down to an eight. I should knock it down a little further because the rewards are terrible. <laughs> but I'm not going to because I have a feeling like some of the other things with the variant dungeon, these will be fixed in future iterations when they figure out yep. exactly where they want to take these things. So I'm going to put this one at an eight. Tark, I went to Kronos first last time, so I'll go to you this time. Uh, personally, I, I'll give it. A nine, nine point five. I love the whole feeling of old school MMO, you know, dungeon uh, from trash pulls to bosses. I think it's awesome. Um, as a whole, encapsulating the rewards as well. Um, that and the need for gear to to do better. I'd probably put it at a seven and a half. Kronos, you got an eight on the table and a seven and a half on the table. I, I, I think I pretty much one hundred percent agree with what you said, Mike. I think if I think of it personally, I really like it. I think the content's great. I think what everything that Tark said is true. I think, and I think that's why he personally rated it a nine. I think if I was personally rating it, it'd probably be like a nine or a nine five. But I think if you look at everything and you take a step back, I agree with exactly what you said. I think they need to bridge the gap a bit better. And I think Savage is where you can keep the pe other people happy if you make the rewards better. I, I, these are easy problems to fix, I think. Yeah. But I think, yeah, yep. I think the Criterion takes a hit a bit because of that. So I'm going to give it an 8 also. Speaking of problems to fix, new restrictions are coming in to kind of combat more real money trading, specifically when it comes to cash shop items. New restrictions are being placed on, in addition to, you know, more bots going through things and more personnel investigating tickets, like they're ramping that stuff up too. But in addition to that, uh, you will now only be able to gift people items from the online store if they've been on your friends list for at least 72 hours. Now, on the surface, that sounds fine. Great. Fantastic. We're all going to be in favor of anything that's combating real money transactions in the game. Not a problem. When you dig just a little bit deeper, you don't have to go all that deep for yeah. community leaders, content creators, guilds, and things like this. This actually could hurt some of them in when they like give out prizes for guild competitions or community leaders who are hosting parties and or hosting different uh, events in game and they want to give out rewards and prizes and mounts and minions and things like that from <clears throat> the shop because now you can't just add them to your friends list and tart congrats you won our co our guild costume contest here you go here's your minion Nope. It's even worse than that. Now we have to be yeah. friends for 72 hours. And that's it's, just it, when you get right under the surface. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're, no, no, you're going further. Go ahead. I oh, was yeah. going to say something, but you're yeah. going further. Go no, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you go. When you step uh, even deeper, it gets even bigger than that problem, Kronos. Yeah, I think this is where I was going. I'm assuming. Uh, so not only does it hurt the content creator people that are trying to like do all that stuff, which I agree with. The fact that they can't, there's like just half the items you can't even trade anymore. Yep. yep. So 
if you want a mount giveaway, you can't do it because <laughs> I don't think there's a single mount in the cash shop. Maybe there's like one or two that you can even give away anymore. Uh, so yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I was planning on mount, uh, monthly, you know, two minion giveaway uh, for my stream, and I'm like, well, that's just shot. Yeah, mounts, Can't minions, and orchestrian rolls are off the table. They're off the so table. You're unable to gift everything. anything that's basically yeah. a one-use item. Yeah, you're you're not going to be able to gift at all. Uh, so yeah. Oh, sad. They kept Fantasias though. They made they sure, kept to, keep that yeah, they made sure to keep that. Yeah, they made sure to keep that. They made sure to keep that. At this point, why have a gifting system? Because most of I, the sought-off items are mounts, minions, I, uh, emotes. I hope it's a temporary fix because I think the main reason they did this was because of the breach they had, which yeah. I'm, makes sense, mm -hmm. right? They had a breach, at least from my understanding, and a lot of people were sus like assuming that the breach led to a lot of people using people's credit cards. And charging them and then you know kickbacks and all that crappy stuff um which i think this is their correction for that so i'm hoping this is a temporary measure and i think a lot of people are mad so i think it's probably going to be temporary at least i i really hope so. if it wasn't planned to be temporary i think it's going to be temporary <laughs> exactly exactly that's a better way of saying what i try to say yeah, so yeah. much backlash i've seen before we leave final fantasy 14 today and head to a few other square enix things and call it a day i do want to point out that a lot of things we have talked about on this show over the last x months specifically when it relates to dungeons raids and more specifically gear acquisition there is a hell of a conversation going on over on the forums kicked off by ffxiv sophia uh in the the official forums which i think is a great place to be having yep. this discussion because it tends to be the only thing se actually looks at when they look for feedback uh are the forums <laughs> and what you is mean, reddit's not a good information source it's not 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 when se's looking for stuff Svia, uh, uh, putting a few points out to say some of the same things that we've been saying, gentlemen, and that is that endgame gearing is a problem. It's not just that it's not great or it could be better. It's actually treading into being bad territory uh, for a few key reasons, some of which we've talked about in depth on this show, some of which we have kind of cursory mentioned in passing. The four key points Sophia makes, makes is the rate of gear acquisitions from Tomestones is just way too slow. We've made that exact same point. A game that makes yep. wants you to play multiple classes or all classes, if you feel so inclined, on one character being capped at 450 per week on the current ones and other caps in place as things cycle in and out, that pretty much means if you're an endgame raider specifically, but you don't necessarily have to be for this to be a problem, but if you're an endgame raider, it definitely is a problem. Whatever job you frickin' tombstone gear first, that is your job for that patch. Like, that's, yep. that's yep. just it. That's going to be your job for the patch when it comes to raiding. Second big point, substats are a problem for balance and creativity because most of them mean nothing at best, and some of them are absolutely detrimental at worst for you to be substatting in. Three, there's a lack of varied methods of acquiring max eye-level gear in the game. We've certainly talked about that, where if you're not doing the hardest content, you are not getting best-in-slot, period. That just isn't yep. going to happen. 
And four, the final point being much smaller and more to do with the current Savage release and its interaction with Criterion release. The Criterion Dungeon Savage mode was targeted towards players who had cleared Abyssos Savage early in the tier and acquired plenty of loot. Unfortunately, it released at the start of the eighth week, meaning those wanted to go into the content immediately were not yet guaranteed certain items requiring eight books. We're going to hold on really commenting on that one because that is, as Sophia points out, probably more a timing issue on this particular release. That's not necessarily a problem unless they continue that timing problem uh, going forward. But those first three, before we head out of Final Fantasy, anything you want to add, Kronos, I think these are all fantastic points. Points all three of us have made at varying points on this show and other people have made. It's wonderful to see this in what is a very, very well-populated forum yeah. post and well-worded for, uh, forum post. Very. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know who this guy is, he's big maybe deal. the best black mage in the world. Yeah, big, big, big deal. Um, he's really good. Uh, so, like, his opinion probably is coming from a lot of uh, hours of playing the game. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with pretty much every, everything he said. I think I've been saying, uh, echoing a lot of these words, he might've said them slightly different or even brought up some things that I hadn't thought of in a certain way. But, uh, yeah. And, and I think, again, I think putting some stuff in the criterion will alleviate some of the issues. So, but again, that even that, even that doesn't solve the entire problem. There's, there's a lot of things that need to be solved. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I, I've always felt that even initially when a realm reborn launched um the the substats the skills uh, the skill points and stuff like that remember when we actually had to pick what we wanted yeah. different points in when we were leveling up back in the day like i always thought that was just hugely poorly implemented uh and a holdover from version 1.0 and eventually they did take out that portion where you were allocating the points uh as you leveled but now like they're when was the last time you messed around with materia to mess around with your stats and felt any damn different? Like if uh, a realm reborn when yeah. I had put in accuracy. Exactly. Like there there are some classes where you can, but I think he even brings it up in the thread where it's like yep. very specific well, monk. lower yeah. yeah, like monk or monk. samurai. Um, that's trying to hit, that's like, really the only tier. job that, that messes with substats yeah. if, to a meaningful if degree anymore. Yeah, if you're a he's, caster, it probably or a healer, like yeah, literally, it's just. I, I guess love, for healer, it's like how much piety do you want? I love when Sophia says, zero, "As it stands, the." <laughs> I love when Sophia says, "As it stands, the only feedback I get that I'm more powerful as a black mage is that my critical hit Xenoglossy is hitting for sixty-one k yeah. instead of sixty k." <laughs> like, yeah, gear n- number go up. That's that's, that's all gear. Final feedback. Fantasy does. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So yeah. If you have thoughts, chime in on that forum post because that's going to be a post that Square Enix is going to be looking at 100%. Off to some other uh, wonderful Square Enix news. We've got a brand new Final Fantasy 16 trailer that just kind of got dropped out of nowhere. Uh, this is the Ambition trailer. That's what they're calling it. A little more story, a few more characters. We start to see how the uh, Eidolons interact uh, with our human people, the the dominance, um, and full voiceover, kind of setting the stage for the you know typical faction warfare is what's going on basically in the story. Trailers bomb as fuck. Like that's it. Uh, 
no surface or a just surface level examination. It's a bomb trailer. I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. There are some new characters in here. There is yeah. a ton of stuff you can speculate on. So if you have thoughts, I'll let you say them. No problem. Don't worry about spoilers here. It's been out for a, about a week now. Uh, yeah. But all in all, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I don't know if I'm going to like this combat, but I can't wait to at least try it. I can't wait to at least is, try it. That is the most Square Enix thing that's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna like the game, but I cannot wait to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kronos. Uh, what do you think, man? No, I thought this trailer was sick. Um, if you replace these characters with some models from 14, yeah, I would think this is an expansion trailer. Right? <laughs> they're just really good at making trailers, man. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Uh, I'm really excited for it. I think the story looks really interesting. I also hope that I enjoy the combat. Um, but I, I actually looked at my phenomenal. wife who loves Devil May Cry and has never, uh, I, did, I shouldn't say never, I think she might have beaten the original Final Fantasy VII. If, the, if she has, that is the only Final Fantasy she's played. She's generally not a turn-based person. Right. When I showed her this and then explained who was doing the combat design and what they had done previously, she has beaten every Devil May Cry game. Like every single one. And I'm like, this might be the first Final Fantasy you beat. <laughs> like, and, and she's like, I really want to play this. So it's doing its job, I guess, right? Because my wife would never play Final Fantasy if I wasn't like, hey, play this Final Fantasy. But looking at this, she's like, I want to play Final Fantasy. So hard to argue with results I can see in my own damn house, whether or not I like it. <laughs> I guess they're just kind of like, hey, they got our money at least once, right? I mean, yeah. They had they had our money when they showed the logo. Let's be right, real, right, right, right. <laughs> but but let's they say creative business. <laughs> but let's say you I mean, let's say you play this and you don't like the combat, and in yeah. Final Fantasy seventeen they do the same thing. Mm. Now you are a little less likely to buy it. They got your money this time. They're not worried about Final Fantasy fans on this one. Every Final Fantasy fan is going to pick this up. They want other non-Final Fantasy fans to pick this up, and then they'll have to worry about hanging on to us in the next one if the combat I'm isn't fun. I'm trying to think in my head how many times they would have to really, pardon my language, <laughs> fuck up for me not to buy a mainline title. And I, it's definitely more than, like, four. So, <laughs> so I think I'm just screwed for, like, the rest of my life. Uh, even if they're terrible, <laughs> I don't know, they, they got pretty close, man. 13, 13, 2, Lightning Returns. Uh, Let us know. The initial 15 wasn't that great, so they were close. <laughs> Let us know in the comments how many terrible mainline Final Fantasies it would take in a row for you to just not consider buying the next one. <laughs> I, you know, I feel like it's a lot. I don't know. As a watermark for Kronos, it's four. <laughs> My That's might just be where my head's at. Three. They'd have to be absolutely terrible. But two or three, is, probably. Just, just think about it. Three, if it's three, let's go to the back to the Tarks, and it's four for me. Think about how many years that is. That's like the oh, another like 15 years, quarter yeah. of our life. Like, easily. <laughs> of us buying a game, even though we knew the last three were terrible. 
Like, don't get it right this time. I swear, oh. don't get it right this Tark, time. what do you well, think they, of this they, stupid trailer uh, that we haven't talked about now? <laughs> this trailer was hype. I don't usually do reaction videos, but I I did a reaction video for this one. It's up on YouTube. Um, this it's so good. I, I love the the character reveals and the development kind of. And this is before I looked at the website to see the updated uh, characters that they put up there. So if you haven't checked that out, do that. Um, but we were like, okay, is this guy in the black armor? Is he Bahamut? Is he Odin? Uh, looking at his sword, I was guessing Odin. Um, I didn't know where this blonde guy was and what he was part. Um, seeing, uh, you know, we've seen the big primal fights. We know that's a part, but seeing Clive versus an enhanced Hugo with his kind of Titan-esque form uh, got me hyped up. So then not only is there big, you know, icon fights there's smaller scale one-on-one fights as well um and now i'm beginning to wonder if clive is not if like we maybe had initially thought yeah, and he's he's hunting someone down that's the revenge part I, he's on uh, a revenge I'm with you now yeah i'm i'm i got the same thing from the trailer also just one thing to note too how many times does clive actually talk in this trailer not not much one, at all. one uh, I will I say on the talking front, VLs. the the VO work is is very oh, very awesome. good in the trailer. Oh, yeah, except yeah, yeah. there is a one horrible laugh in in this. Tra- <laughs> it is uh, absolutely about, atrocious. Yeah. I hope that's re-recorded. Uh, on Twitter, Yoshi P saying in a message from the producer that the the development team is in the home stretch. Uh, they're currently yeah. now concentrating on debugging, tweaking, polishing. And optimization, and over the next few weeks, you're going to see Naoki Yoshida uh, and director Hiroshi Takai out on the Media Blitz trailer with some others: creative director Kazutoyo Mihiro, and of course Michael Christopher Koji Fox, localization director, doing interviews and presses. So we should see even more on 16 over the next few weeks. I do have a question for you, though. Go for it. And I threw this to my my friend Piers. Um, because it's just a window, summer 2023, and they are in the home stretch, debugging polish, whatnot. And we don't have really anything really announced past Octopath Traveler 2 in February. What is like maybe the percent chance that you they bump it up out of the summer window since everything's just kind of open right now for le- release schedule and they're in the home stretch of this, as they say? Zero. Zero. I think it's also zero. I think it's zero. Yeah. You think it could be just early summer? I think they would like have very end of June. I think July? it would have been more likely for them to say winter 2023 and hit February March area and then delay than for them to say summer and bring it forward. Um, yeah, I, I think it's zero. I think you have a really hard time doing that actually with something as big as a Final Fantasy mainline series, and it's not just a, a problem that would be exclusive to Square. Any killer IP like that, God of War, Final Fantasy, you know, I think you have a really hard time when you play that move-up game. Although that will sure. probably make the people looking forward to the game happier that it's coming, it throws your marketing off something fierce uh, because gotcha. your marketing team has been planning for a particular date. Um, gotcha. and, and budgeting dollars and ad spend and all things like that. And unless the company purposely said, hey, this is the plan. We're going to say summer, but we're actually going to launch in spring. 
which most companies are never going to make that the corporate plan. Unless you plan that way, I think it's a really hard proposition for a big title to be bounced early. Just my personal Throw these take off on to it. You. Hey, and you got more of a industry side of, of perspective, which I appreciate. Yeah, that all makes sense. That's better than I probably could have said anything. Well, also things that I probably didn't even know. But I, I just don't think they... I think, if anything, this is like going to be latter half of summer. I think they're going to take... They're going to make sure this thing oh, yeah. is like solid before they release this sure. thing. They they just they can't have a 15 situation. Not that they're going to. I don't think they will. No. But I think I think they're going to take as much time. Like, they say they're in the home stretch. That home stretch is going to last about a year. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, new Forspoken deep dive series of videos started dropping today. The first one kind of taking a look at movement parkour. So if you liked what you saw in like the game, the last gameplay trailer that they did, and one of the things the three of us, I think, talked, at least I know I did, was that I loved the almost Spider-Man-esque parkour world yep. traversal that we saw in that video. This is more of that. I can't wait to see more videos of this. They're still on the upswing for me on the promo and press materials that they're putting out for Forspoken. Um, so we'll get more deep dive videos, but there's a sweet parkour video up if you want to take a look at it. Did you guys get a chance to watch it? I know that just broke this afternoon and I dumped it into the show notes. I only yeah. watched it because I double checked the show notes. That's <laughs> how I saw it. Yeah, I got that's, the press release in my MMO bomb email and I was like, all right, let me add this to the show notes real quick. <laughs> Uh, Star Ocean did release today, Divine Force. I did day one buy it. I bought the Steam copy, but I got the regular copy. Because remember, this is going to be one of those stupid ones where the physical has this, and then the Steam the, has a digital deluxe, but then there's no physical deluxe. Like, stupid, whatever. So I do own it on Steam. It was installed yesterday. I have not had a chance to play it at all today, but I'm looking into... I got a conference call right after this show today, and then I'm going to dive into some star ocean and at least bang out the stuff that I had done in the two hour demo since it doesn't transfer progress. Stupid thing. Uh, so it was a day one purchase for me. Tark, was it for you? Uh, I forgot I had it pre-ordered on Amazon. So it showed up to take my doorstep. <laughs> so it was an like, accidental. Oh, yeah, right. I, that happened with me this week with the N Walker art book. It, oh, it showed up really has us by the balls, dude. <laughs> yeah, they do. It showed oh, up in the mail. God. Autumn came downstairs. She was like, "You got a package?" I'm like, "I'm not expecting anything." Oh yeah, I pre-ordered this four months ago. <laughs> so I, I I have an accidental day one purchase. I have it. I don't know when I'll play it. Uh, maybe you, if I keep it sealed, maybe I can return it. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> look look forward to future reviews on this one because we all kind of agreed. This, if bad, will be the last Star Ocean that we will see. Kronos, did you end up buying it, or are you going to wait for the sale? Yeah, I'm going to try to play it tonight on, on PC. All right, sweet, sweet. Uh, hey, Tark, I'm sorry, that mobile game you really, really loved, that, like, just amazing... <laughs> I, I, I played during the beta, and, and they had <laughs> wonky it. tracking, and, and but I like the spells. Yeah, it's done. Crisis Core, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, not Crisis Core, um, First Soldier... Crisis Core. It's yep. closed already. <laughs> I skipped in the show notes. My brain skipped. Uh, First Soldier lasted a little over a year. It's closing. It's going away. If you didn't see that one coming, uh, I don't know what to tell you. This makes me worry for about Forever Crisis, though. I, I 
still have belief that's going to come out, but I don't think they're even remotely nothing. in the same ballpark. I think you're fine yeah, on Ever Crisis. I think okay. Ever Crisis is fine. Although it just it's weird that they've been like oddly silent. I was really proud of my retweet of this when they did this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Where I was like, let me pull it up just so I can quote myself. I said, man, I can't believe this idea failed. It's almost like no one asked for this. <laughs> Uh, despite all our efforts to bring you regular updates with fresh and exciting content, we haven't been able to deliver the experience that we were hoping to and that you all deserve. So we have made the extremely tough decision to end service for Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. Uh, yeah. I think they should have put this on console. Bullshit. Have done better there. Bullshit. Lot, lot, I, I, I did see a lot of people say that, to be fair. That Bullshit. seemed like a popular opinion of people that played the game. But Bullshit. I, I don't know if it would have really mattered, but no. like every every person that talked to me, that was like the point. They were like, "Man, if they had put it on console, it would have been at least okay." No, people were talking. forget it. And that statement but is absolute so either, I bullshit. Don't think, I don't think people it's, wanted to play it. I'll just be honest. It's not even good it. PR speak. It's absolute bullshit. We're pulling this down because it doesn't give you the experience you deserve. Fuck you. If it was making $5 million a week and you still honestly believed it wasn't the experience people deserved, you'd still have it on. <laughs> Shut up. True. <laughs> this isn't even good PR speak. Uh, Crisis Core, we do have more details on characters and gameplay. Obviously, we're not going to sit here and talk about each individual character. But if you are looking forward to Crisis Core, you do have uh, some more information on the site for uh, characters. Anybody buy the Stranger of Paradise Wanderer, the Rift DLC? That's going to be a negative for me. I didn't buy the last one either. It came with the last DLC, so yes, I have it, but I have not played it. Gotcha. Nope. I know, I know they had a Blue Mage. Oh. So, <laughs> so but I haven't played yeah. it. Not Square Enix related. We're getting Silent Hill stuff, boys. Yeah. We'll talk more about that on Gaming Gumbo Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern here on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. We will definitely be talking about Silent Hill 2 remake and new Silent Hill stuff coming from various teams Konami is partnering with. So not all internal to Konami, including Bluebird Team, a company that you may be familiar with if you've watched Gaming Gumbo or played a, a recent title of theirs. As if that wasn't good enough news on the survival horror front. Mm. Here's a rumor for you. Symbiogenesis. That word trademarked by Square Enix in Japan. According to Wiktionary, symbiogenesis means the merging of two separate organisms to form a single new organism which, if you think about it, was the entire basis of the original Parasite Eve. Yes. Could we be getting it, gents? Could this like be the best timeline ever until they come out and they're all terrible? But let's let's <laughs> just say right now <laughs> that it's... But, uh, the... But the re- are you going to buy them? That's the real question, because you know we are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Konami, fuck you. But yeah, I'm going to buy Silent yeah. Hill 2 Remake. That's yeah. absolutely happening. Um, could we be looking at a Parasite Eve remake or a new title or something in the PE universe? I hope so. I hope so. I, I, my my apprehension is trademarking symbo, uh, symbiogenesis instead of Parasite Eve or re-trademarking it, unless it's like some sort of symbo, 
uh, God, Symbiogenesis Collection and it's Parasite Eve 1 and 2 remastered or something of that nature. I just don't understand why they would trademark this name. It could be like a, like a subtitle or something, you know? Like, okay. Could, could be like Parasite Eve. Symbi- Symbi- Symbiogenesis. Yeah. However you say that word. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I mean, like, I could see that. I think it makes sense. And I think a lot of people... Well, they, been, they like, still hold the Parasite Eve ones, don't they? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I they think, do. I think, well, I think it was only like, like four years ago that they had to re-up the PE one in uh, in Europe, and they and they did okay. re-up it. So yeah, I, I know mean, they didn't use it for third birthday, right? It was just the third birthday, right, 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 right. But that was a that was a, I think a different set of circumstances. I'm not, I don't okay. remember off the top of my head. I know, I know they re-upped it in Europe for like four years ago. I don't know their status in all global regions right now, though, but I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I hope it's. I hope it's right. Just tell me on the back of the box. Did you like Parasite Eve? Not trademarked. <laughs> Check this game out. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. And I'm fine. <laughs> like I got you. I got you, Squeenix. I got you. Uh, I just thought this was funny. Uh, there was an interview on um, GameSpot with the, the Near Automata developers, uh, and and I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But when they were talking to Yasuke Saito, they, they said the original Near wasn't exactly a bestseller. Despite this, years after the game was released, Square Enix greenlit a big sequel. What was that conversation like? Was the company on board from the ga- the beginning? And Saito-san said, I threatened to leave the company if I couldn't develop near Automata and pushed through internal approvals that way, honestly. They thought it would only sell 300,000 units globally. That, that all checks out. I think every the, piece of that sounds accurate. Do you know the balls you have to have? Like, you have one, to one be... Big one? Yeah, you have to on be, like, a Yoshi P, uh, a, a, a Nobuo Umatsu. Like, that is the level you have to be regarded internally for them to not just say, oh, you quit? Okay, fine. <laughs> like, anybody else, I think they're just good like, luck. go, Godspeed, good luck, let us know if you need a reference. <laughs> we'll even give you the IP here, take it with you. Right? You got a 20 in your pocket right now? You own near. Have a good day. Uh, let's slide over to love it or leave it. Love it or leave it is the way we end every episode of the Relic Grind here. It's where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, a feature in a game, a press release, something they did, something they said, or just, you know, whatever I want to talk about because it's my show and that's the way it works. And I ask you, do you love it, want more of it? Leave it, got to get rid of it. It's an easy one today, and I want you to chime in on it in the comments too. It's going to be the Variant Dungeons. Yes, I gave it a 10. I love it, I love it, I love it, and I want to see this just expand in some really creative ways in the future. Love it, love it, love it. Tark. Uh, love it. Uh, yeah, the only thing that I had an issue with is trash and long-term uh, viability with the rewards. Like, why would you play it at past the 12 and you have all the rewards? Um, I think they'll uh, reiterate on that and, and make it better. And I'm looking forward to uh, future versions. Absolutely love it. Kronos. Yeah, I uh, love it pretty much for all the reasons both of y'all said. 
um, I really, there's not really much more I can yeah, add that I, told I you really, said about these Yeah, things. I told you a really easy one. The only thing I want is yeah. Soak and please give me a banging track for the next one. Just give me some banging track for the next one. This one just and makes me... I'll be great. Me, give me three. Yeah, this one's just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, sleepy music on. It's good music, but it's sleepy music. Chat, that's going to do it for today's show. Don't go anywhere, though. Right after the show, we got Faye Death going live. What's up, Faye? What up? Um, we're going to be doing something that I may seriously regret later. Um, I mean, it is the last show before, fine. last stream before Halloween. So what's what's up? I'm a little scared. Start deception. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good time. I think you'll like that. I, th I, I like think like are you a Five Nights at Freddy's, you know? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, like it scares the crap out of me. So, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hope you find your way through the mazes. Thanks. Halloween Thanks. on Monday as always, you know, have a fun and a safe and a happy Halloween. We'll be here for Gaming Gumbo on Saturday. I don't know if I'm going to have Final Fantasy TCG Locals on Monday night or not. I'm not sure. Like, there are a lot of the locals have kids and stuff, so I don't know who's going to be where and stuff. Stay tuned to Twitter. I'll let you know if we're going to be streaming FFTCG. But stay tuned for Fade Death headed into Dark Deception. We'll head back to this show next week. Kronos, until then, where can everybody find you? Yeah, same as always. Twitter. Um. Yeah, just you know, you know. That's it. That's it. That's it. Tark. Yeah, that's all I got. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming. Playing Final Fantasy fourteen four days a week. Uh, and then you can always find me here on Ready Check Radio here on the Relic Grind, and also Saturday nights. Uh, currently playing Voice of Cards. And and Mike, if um, I know this isn't gaming gumbo, but um, if this channel ever shuts down, and I, I love the project, I love what we're doing. Can I find out via tweet? I just want to know how that feels. You you want to be fired via Twitter? Yeah. What? Why? I feel like you could just, just do that, that like right now. I feel like you could just do it now. Like, did I miss something? I'm. I am I not. He's getting talking a about G four. I think he's talking about G four. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, Tark, that's good. Fuck! I wish I would have picked it up as soon as you said it. That's good, bro. That's really good. I'm Mike Byrne. You can I auditioned for that shit too. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O on Twitter, and you'll know every time we go live with a podcast, a stream, or we're just hanging out. Until next week, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. I'll get fired by tweet.